Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Natural Man podcast is intended as general information for educational purposes only and should not be construed as medical advice or a diagnosis of any kind or as a substitute for medical treatment. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to replace the advice of or treatment by any physician. Do not rely upon any information to replace consultations or advice received by qualified health professionals regarding your own specific situation. If you suspect that you have a medical problem, you are urged to seek competent medical help. The Natural Man podcast and its representatives and agents disclaim any liability for any negative or other medical or other outcomes that may occur as a result of acting on or not acting on any information contained in the podcast. The views and opinions expressed by the host and all guests are their own, and their appearance on this podcast and at the website of The Natural Man Podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity they represent and does not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of The Natural Man Podcast. This is The Natural Man Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. This is The Natural Man Podcast, and I am your host, Mike C., This is an exploration of holistic health, wellness, and strategies to best optimize our bodies and our overall well-being. And today we're going to talk about nutritional supplements. It's important to know that not all nutritional supplements are created equal. And as consumers, we need to be made aware of what goes on behind the scenes in the supplement world. Our guest today can help us navigate through some of the realities of the uh, nutritional supplement industry, and I'm pleased to say he's a returning guest. He's been in the nutritional supplement game for many years now and probably the most knowledgeable person I know in this field. He's the vice president of Amio Life, a company specializing in a wide range of professional-grade nutritional supplements, and you might remember him from last last time. His name is Doug Godkin. Doug, thanks so much for being here again. It's just great to see you back. Uh, We had a lot of fun talking last time, and I'm excited to dive in today. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me back. It's uh, it's great to be here. Awesome. We appreciate you taking the time. Um, I know you've got a lot of experience in the nutritional supplement world, and this is an area that um, our audience will naturally be interested in because of the holistic aim of this podcast. So, I wanted to start by diving into some things that we discussed uh, a little bit off mic in a conversation we were having uh, regarding health supplements and how they're sold on the internet and some of the things that we need to be aware of. Can you elaborate on some of these things for us? Yeah, and this will be this will be a long discussion that'll probably take more than one episode, but we'll kind of just start touching on it today is sure yeah and i'm gonna say this we're we're talking about this more because it comes out of frustration than anything else because i i hate seeing people spend money on something that doesn't have a good chance at helping them from a health standpoint and i see a lot of people being deceived let's say in a lot of the supplements that they're buying online nowadays. And, and I think it's important that we try to help wake people up the best we can and ensure 
one that they're they're spending their hard-earned dollars on something that that has an opportunity to work and, and two that you know the, the formulation of these products is in a way that it is going to to work um when we look at health supplements and i mean there's so many of them on the market you know we look at probiotics and we look at you know multivitamins and we look at sleep products and and just all of these different forms of supplementation out there and and everybody claims to be the best and you you start reading the reviews and and like i say it, it gets very challenging very quickly to say like okay what is the best form or what is the best supplement that that somebody could take and when we look at the internet for a minute we need to understand that the internet is a pay-to-play scenario when somebody searches let's just say for a probiotic for instance you go on to to google and, and type in best probiotic or you know most effective probiotic or, or whatever the, the term is that you're looking for you know best probiotic for digestive system mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna get pages and pages and you'll probably see there's there's ten thousand pages of probiotic supplements and you know why why did those that first page of google you know why did those pro products show up there well they're not showing up there because they're the best and and even though a lot of the reviews that you'll see on page one of google are saying you know 10 top 10 top 10 kind of sites i guess the first thing that i can say just coming out of this is if you land on a website that's that's top 10 best of anything whether it's car stereos health supplements home electronics cell phones the first thing to think about is those top 10 review sites are actually getting paid or they're an affiliate website that's making money every time somebody clicks on a product so they're not top 10 because they're actually a top 10 product they're top 10 because it's somebody wanting to put that information in front of you to make a commission on selling that product so there's a lot of Right. A lot that we need to sort of look through in, in all of the noise on this. Um, because like I say, everybody's trying to pay, and especially Google and Facebook and Instagram and all of these different places where you can buy an audience, let's say, to, to see your product and then tell a story, um, to see through the noise. Is, is this all making sense or am I going in, in too many directions on you here? No, you're definitely uh, you're definitely making sense, and and uh, you know I, I think that's very interesting, and it's probably a fact that the entire internet operates in that same realm. No matter, like you say, whatever product you're looking for, it's not just in the supplement world. Um, but you know, this can create such a overwhelming um, result when people are running these searches online. So. What are some things people can look for to know if they're buying a, a superior or inferior product? Because some of these supplements are are, are pricey. They are. And yeah, they are. And I mean, I, I I'm fortunate enough to have uh, many friends in the uh, functional medicine field that have helped me find the supplements that you know I use and and take advantage of uh, for my own wellness. Um, but you know, if I didn't have some of those insights, I might have bought an inferior product myself. So, so what can the layman look for when they're trying to find 
um, an optimal product? The first thing to do is, is look past the hype. Look past the doctor recommended. Look past the fancy label and try to divide sort of that piece of it out for a minute and pretend it doesn't exist. And, and the most important thing that somebody can do and should do with any form of supplementation is actually if if you're on a, if you're on a website, for instance, you go to the product page. Um, forget about the home page of the website. Go to the product page that you're looking for, and actually, you'll you'll normally see in the product images at the at the top of that product page, they'll have images of the supplement facts panel. And if you're in a health food store, you know then you can do this by hand. But if you're on the internet, truly look at the supplement facts panel. And every time that you see a supplement facts panel, and that's the little panel on the back of a bottle that tells you what the ingredients are. And right. so there's, there's, two, there's two pieces of information here that are highly important. And this is just a quick down and dirty vetting out, you know, if this product has potential to be, to be good for you or, or one that you should consider, you know, taking advantage of. Is so on the supplement facts panel in the in the top section, you're going to see the active ingredients. Let's say you know if that product has turmeric in it or inulin or vitamin C, vitamin D. You know that's where you'll see that in the top section. But what I always try to educate people on is actually look at the section below that where it says other ingredients or non-medical ingredients. And this is where a lot of companies will actually show their true colors as to, I'm going to say how much they care about their customer um, or, or their client, because it, it's there when you look in, and you wouldn't believe how many supplements will have sucralose, glucose, sugars, um, GMO corn products. The, the list actually goes on and on and on about the, with the preservatives and I'm going to say the nefarious chemicals that get put into health supplements. And if we take a if we take a step back for a second and realize what's making my body sick that I want to take a supplement in the first place. Right. And in so many cases today, it's a compromised, you know, food supply chain where we're getting so many chemicals coming in through processed foods. We're getting chemicals coming in through our personal care products, our cleaning products. So our bodies are are just bombarded with chemicals on a daily basis, which ultimately is what's making us sick in so many examples and creating an inflammatory response. So if we understand it's the chemicals and the toxins that are making us sick, when I pick up a bottle of a health supplement that I want to use to start putting my body in a course corrective action, the last thing I want to see is a, is a supplement manufacturer sticking all of those same kind of chemicals that are making me sick and what I hope is going to make me better, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that, that's one piece of advice there. And then what, what I look for, you know, as, as a supplement manufacturer here in this conversation is when we look at the top section of a supplement facts panel, and that's where we see those quote unquote beneficial ingredients, there's, so many ways to get a beneficial ingredient, whether you like I say it's the turmeric or the vitamin C's or the different you know vitamins and minerals that, that they're putting into a supplement, 
you know, those supplements can come from a wholesale market through China. They can come directly from the source. So where that initial, I'm going to say herb botanical that we're putting into a supplement comes for makes a huge difference. Two, how it's handled makes a huge difference. How it's processed makes a huge difference. Because in, in many cases, in a lot of health supplements, the way that that botanical has been extracted and then found its way into the supplement can actually denature it. Um, so, so I can't make that kind of determination if the manufacturer of a supplement is really doing all they can to do a great job with their, I'm going to say their harvesting of what they do for the raw ingredients. But what I can say is when I look at the bottom of that supplement facts panel and I see all of those different nefarious ingredients that are being put into a supplement, that's showing me that, okay, if they're putting these kind of ingredients in, chances are is they're not going the extra mile to make sure that the initial ingredients are the best that they can be and the most beneficial for the body. If you And this is just quick, sort of down and dirty, because I know we, we don't have a lot of time on this episode today. Um, if you see a health supplement that you know is nice and clean and, 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 and the manufacturer mm-hmm. or who's selling that product has, has gone the extra mile to make sure that, that that product is not including all of those ingredients, then you can, you can almost trust, let's say, that the, the, the active ingredients are of a better quality as well. And, you know, and, and don't take the GMO-free and vegan and all of those kind of claims on the front of the bottle to determine what we're talking about here. Right. We really have to get to the back of the supplement facts panel and, and away from, I'm going to say, the marketing of the product um, to know what's in it. And, and that should be everybody's determining factor on the choice they make with a health supplement, whether it's good or it's bad, because we do have to look through the marketing and there's so much noise out there in this day and age for everybody to, you know, buy my product, buy my product. Well, <laughs> you know, 90%, I would say, of the health supplements that people are buying today yeah. are junk. Yeah. And I'm telling you, coming in the industry as a manufacturer, and I'm not trying to knock anyone or, or anything that's doing it. it it's just it's, a, it's a, an industry that, you know, there's a lot of greed and there's a lot of people that are doing things for the wrong reasons. And we want to make sure that if we're doing this to help people with their health, that it's being done the right way and they're getting the best education that we can offer them. I mean, I, I wish every manufacturer had that that honest and and upfront mindset that you have, because then we wouldn't even have to have this conversation. But we know there are shady players, just like in every business, right? I mean, not everybody, not everybody uh, walks a straight line, unfortunately. And so that's why we have to make consumers more aware of this. Do you think that it might be wise for some people to seek the best options through their functional medicine practitioner if they get lost in this sea of what's available because you can go to stores you can look online even stores like 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 supplement aisles in different uh, stores can be overwhelming with the different selections you know I, you'll go somewhere you can see four different um brands of valerian all with the same dosage one is standardized one isn't 
Do you think working with a functional medicine doc can be a, a wise way to approach this? To a certain extent, I find that most of the functional doctors that are selling products are not going that extra mile as well. So what I, what I find a lot of times, and, and I work with a lot of functional doctors and, and love them and, and naturopaths, is they, they'll like specific ingredients, they'll like specific blends, but we have to remember that they're not a formulator as well. So there can be a lot of these kind of nefarious ingredients that get snuck into the products that they like um, without them sort of understanding that as well. There's, there's a lot of good ones out there, but they do get snuck through to the, to the functional you know, practitioners as well that, that have products in their facilities that just don't think of things from a formulating mindset to to think okay what am i truly offering people okay yes it has these, these ingredients and i love these ingredients and what they do but as an overall product is this the best product that i could be offering somebody yeah um they have to these manufacturers at least uh you know here in the us and and i think the same it's the same in canada under health canada and here it's the fda they have to disclose what's in their product by law correct that's correct. Yeah. And that's part of the GMP manufacturing as well as the Vichay Act, which is the governing body for health supplements. Right. So is there, and do any of these companies find loopholes in, I've heard of this in the food industry in the past. Sometimes there's loopholes in how you can name certain preservatives to make them sound less um, <laughs> dangerous, for lack of a better word, than they actually are. Do you see some of the supplement manufacturers out there playing that same game that the food industry has has played in the past? Absolutely, because if you look at Red 40 and you look at all of the different names for sugar, for instance, like sugar's got, I think like 68 names to it now that it gets sort of disguised as. Yeah. That same thing is happening in, in the supplements. So, you know, rule of thumb is when you're looking at, at food, for instance, if you're reading, you know, in, in food, we look at the label on, on, a, on a food, like say a box of, of whatever we're looking at or a can of something. Well, any ingredient that you can't pronounce is something that you should stay away from. Mm. So if you're, if you're looking at a health supplement and it's a big long word and you either can't read it or can't pronounce it, Chances are that's not a naturally occurring property that's going to do anything positive for your body. Because as soon, if, if we think, and I think we discussed this on our last episode, but if we, if we think of our body is, is, is a divine creation, right? And our body yeah. is to break down substances that are naturally occurring from the earth. Right. So when we look at the demise of health over the last number of years, it's back to these chemicals and these foreign properties. And it doesn't matter what your belief system is, is our body just isn't designed to break things down that are non-organic. Right. So all of these chemicals and all of these altered property substances that we put into our body, our body looks at it and says, I don't know what this is. I don't know what to do with it. So it's either just going to send it through the waste system or it's going to store it in the body and over time, 
storing in the body is going to create an you know inflammatory response. It's or it's going to turn into an acidic property, and it's going to wear out our digestive system. And if we look and we see so many autoimmune conditions nowadays, and so many things that people are suffering from, well, it's these chemicals and foreign substances that people are putting into their bodies that their body doesn't know what to do with. So, so taking that back to the supplement for a second, when we put these these things, these preservatives, and these in these inorganic properties into a health supplement we're doing the exact same thing that the food industry is doing is we're giving the body something it doesn't recognize and something it's going to create a negative response to whereas we're, we're supposed to be doing the, the exact opposite with, with a supplement and um does that answer your question yeah definitely mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I mean, those foreign substances, those non-organic substances, um, those have to be, you know, we, we have detoxification organs like the kidneys and the liver. And if these things aren't recognized and we keep sending these toxins and these preservatives and these different things to our liver, our livers get jammed up and then a whole host of problems can come from that. Am I wrong? You're 100% correct there. So so just a quick down and dirty on that from what you're saying is just like when you're looking at a food, if you're looking at a supplement and there's a word on the back of that supplement that you can't pronounce, stay away from it. Yeah. that That's the quickest, easiest kind of week. We could spend weeks going through all of the different ingredients and what they are and what it means. Um, but that's just a, a quick one for anybody listening Yeah. that, uh, if, if you're looking at it and you can't read it and pronounce it and it's, it's not a, a natural word. Yeah. Th- give it a second thought. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, I like having this conversation with you because you're in the trenches on this. This is, this is the industry you, uh, you work in and you've been in for a long time. So, you know, as a more, um, you know, a company of more reputable status, uh, Amio Life, like, tell me how your approach is different. I don't want you to give away the keys to the to the candy store, and I'm not I'm not asking for proprietary information. But but is there a way? Like, can you convey to us how your products, um, you know, are are of a more superior quality versus some of the junk that's out there. What does a company like yours do differently? We strive to go for an organic base of every ingredient of everything that we put into our product. So I'm going to say my, my belief and I'm going to say my spiritual conviction this is the best way to say it mm-hmm. is in believing that we are divinely created yeah. And our earth is divinely created to you know, substantiate life and support wellness. I want to make sure that we do everything we can to not put mankind's footprint, 
what we develop as far as a health supplement. Yeah. But we leave it in its most natural state and form and get that into the human body as it came from the earth. And right. that's probably the best explanation I can I can give on that is just is it is is how it came from the earth at you know from a particle size to an energetic frequency to to how it's delivered is how we want to get it into the body. Right. You know, one of my uh, all-time inspirations and one of the reasons, one of the primary people who got me down the path that that I've been traveling on for so many years was Jack LaLanne, the late Jack LaLanne, the late great, I should say. And one thing that he would always say with such fire and energy was, if man made it, don't eat it. Totally. <laughs> and I well, mean, that's the truth. Yeah, it is. It is definitely. And so it sounds like you're echoing that same message that if man made it, don't eat it. Um, I, I think that we've got a creator that did things way better than we did. Absolutely. And, and the more that we try to be creator as, as, as mankind, the more we screw it up. Yeah. The sicker so, we get, right? <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. So the best thing that we can say is, is, you know, we got this creator that made this world. Yeah. And, and like I say, it doesn't matter what your belief system is on that. But if, if we look at it just through that lens that, you know, that we're not here by accident mm -hmm. and our world isn't here by accident and our world's been substantiating healthy life for thousands of years or however long somebody believes we've been here for, it's only been in the last hundred years that we've really screwed things up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and not to say that there wasn't sickness and illness, you know, in the past there was, but if we look at the, the absolute destruction and deterioration of health over the last hundred years, it, you, you can boil it right back down to when the Rockefellers took over the pharmaceutical system. Hmm. And that's a whole other episode, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it started with the Flexner report. Um, but we won't get into that one today. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, uh, that's right. And I mean, um, one thing that I always do in this, in this whole, uh, vein is, and I tell, I always tell the people around me, this is that what do indigenous populations do? Because it seems like indigenous populations for the most part, especially the ones along the equator, uh, seem to be the healthiest people. They seem to live the longest um, I just saw a documentary um, the other night on the, and I forget their name, but they're indigenous uh, tribes that live in, I think, southern Mexico, in, in one of the provinces uh, in Mexico. And they're the descendants of the Mayans. They're the direct descendants of the Mayans. And uh, this, this gentleman, this camera crew was following them around and just seeing how they live off the earth. And... It's not uncommon for them to live past 100 years old. Um, some of them didn't even have gray hair, which blew my mind because they you could tell they were aged in their faces, even though they looked great and they were upright and they were walking around. Um, but, you know, it was interesting to note how they ate. They ate off the earth. Um, they were not vegan, which I found very interesting. Um, you know, they ate a lot of seafood and... They were just removed from the industrialized existence that you and I live in, and they seem to just do a lot better 
than many of the people in the environments that you and I live in. And I just found that interesting. Um, we need to look more at those populations and how they live because we've moved so far away from that. We, we have, we have. And, you know, we look at the founding of the pharmaceutical system essentially was based upon petrochemicals. And, you know, so you, you look at those, those civilizations down in that part of the world, they're not getting sprayed with chemicals. They're not eating chemicals. They're not putting chemicals on their body. They're, they're living essentially in the purest natural, rawest, organic form of life that's probably available on the planet today. And they've, they've got an abundance of nutrition. They've got an abundance of, you know, good, clean food in, in everything they're doing, good, clean water in what they're doing. And just taking that as an example of how we can actually substantiate a healthy body and a healthy life is, is getting it as far away from where mankind has taken it. Right. Right. And, 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 uh, you know, not to stray too far off topic, uh, supplements and supplementation has its place. And I take, I take different, I have my own stack, nutritional supplement stack that I take, uh, every morning. And, and I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of that. Um, but there was a long time in my life in, in trying to heal when I was chronically ill for so many years where I thought the supplement was the healing mechanism. And I think that you and I discussed this on our last episode that it's not the supplement that's the healing mechanism. It helps regulate some enzyme systems in your body, but, but it's a whole lifestyle change. It's not just a pill that you take. It's what you eat. It's the environment that you're in. It's trying to avoid too much chemical exposure. And I think sometimes we lose sight of that. We go and reach for a pill, you know, the whole pill for every ill phenomenon, uh, whether it's, you know, a pharmaceutical or a nutraceutical, a supplement, it doesn't matter. But that's just part of the picture. And, and I hope you don't, <laughs> I hope you don't push back on me for saying that because I know you are a manufacturer, but I tend to think you're going to agree with me on that. A hundred percent. Our supplements aren't going to heal, treat, or cure the body. What they are going to do is they're going to give the body what it needs to do what it was, was designed to do naturally. Our, our body is the healing, treating, or treating, curing machine in itself. It's like, you know, when you get a wound or you get a cut or you get a cold or a flu, you know, your body, and that's why we have an immune system, right? Yeah. So it's our immune system and our, and our body's, you know, regenerative process or programming that creates the healing. What supplementation does is it, is it feeds the cells and it feeds the body the things that it needs to function at its highest level. So there's, there's cleansing property products. Like we've, we've talked about silver, you know, it yeah. naturally cleanses yeast, bacteria, fungus, and mold. Well, if we look at what's making the body sick, it's a lot of those kind of properties. Is silver the healer? No. And, and we get people, and I'm just saying this cause you know, we're manufacturers on the silver side, but you know, we get people saying to us all the time, Oh, do we get these great success stories? You know, your product did this for us. Your product did this for us. And I'm like, well, that's great. And it's awesome that people see the success. Did the silver create the healing? No. 
But what the silver did is it gave the body what it need, needed, or it cleaned out of the body what it needed to clean out for the body to do its thing. And, you know, when we look at all forms of supplementation, we need to give credit where credit is due. And, and the body needs to get the most credit. The creator needs to get the most credit. The supplement is, is feeding the cells, cleansing the cells, cleansing the body or feeding the parts of the body it needs it to have in order to, to function in its best. And I'd like to say in their natural state, the supplements are going to offer the best form of remedy. But, you know, good quality foods, good clean water, healthy lifestyle are going to really complement what the, what the supplements are supposed to do. And, if you know, even if we go back 100 years, we didn't need the supplements that we need today because we were getting the vitamins and the minerals and the, the things that we need coming from our food supply. Now, now with a compromised food supply, you know, an over-farmed food supply, uh, we're, we're not getting, you know, the same nutrition out of our foods today as we did, you know, a number of years ago. So in a lot of cases, we do need supplementation to, to give the body what it's not getting um, from its natural sources anymore. Definitely, definitely, yeah. And I was, I, w I was thinking the same thing. We, we didn't need half of the things that we take uh 50 to 100 years ago. Um, you know, my grandmother was on a farm in Eastern Europe. I don't know if she took a single supplement her entire life. She lived uh, into her 90s. She was upright. She was physical. She was working on the farm. I remember seeing her. She was in shape. And, you know, she lived a long time. And she wasn't needing to take vitamin C or, <laughs> you know, any of the things that we take today. It's interesting to note that, but but we're in an environment where our, our food stores are more depleted, our soils are more depleted, and because of that, we're getting nutritionally depleted. Um, it's a real problem. It's a real problem. I've got a specific device on my desk here in my office, and actually I can, I can test the nutrient content, or I'm going to say the mineral content in foods. And I and if and if it's a nice, good, organic, let's say apple or potato, I can actually turn a light bulb on with this because it's the minerals that are creating the energetic frequency through that. And then there's other foods I just can't even get it to do anything. So if if we just think about that back to the human body for a second, turning that light bulb on, you know, that's, that's mineralizations. Minerals are the spark plug of life. It's what gives our body and commands our body to do all the function it needs to do. So when we look at that and I do that test for people, you know, their, their jaws kind of drop and they're like, what the heck? And it's, it's, it's demonstrating the fact that so many of the foods we're eating nowadays are, are just substance, but they're not rich of the things they need to be. And that's where, Finding the right supplements, you know, complement that and, and not over. Maybe in the next episode, we'll just we'll talk as well about over supplementing because so many people are taking too many supplements because they read too many things on the Internet and think they need to be taking 35 different supplements a day <laughs> where two, two or three can be more than adequate. So if we should do that on the next one, because I think we can save people hundreds of dollars a month as well. 
of money that they're spending that they don't need to be that's actually just going straight down the toilet. I think that's a great idea and I'll I'll be the first first one to support that idea because um I've been guilty of that. <laughs> I've taken way too much stuff that was probably counteracting another thing I was taking and um they can be dangerous, you know. People say, "Well, it's natural, it's safe." I, I I get concerned when I hear comments like that because you can you can do some serious harm if you take enough of something uh, that's under the quote unquote nutritional supplement category. Do, would you not agree? Yeah, the worst thing that you can do is you can actually put your immune system into overdrive and and have a negative effect that way. Um, you know, the, the human body is a pretty good regulator, let's say. But, you know, the, the if we look at our digestive system, because everything is first and foremost going to go through our digestive system. So we have to be careful on how much workload we put, we give our digestive system and we give our immune system. Because if we overwork our digestive system, it can have a countermeasure as well, where the opposing army can actually get a, a, an upper hand on, on, I'm going to say, the good army of the good probiotic bacteria in our digestive system. So it, it, it's all about balance. And, you know, taking 58 different probiotic pills in a day and thinking, okay, I'm in tip-top shape. I'm, I'm taking all this kind of stuff. The guy that's taking two or three pills or the person that's taking a few pills can actually be doing more benefit to their body than somebody that's over-supplementing. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, Doug, I hope you'll come back because we're uh, we're just about out of time. Um, but I love the conversation, and as you said, we've just touched on this. There's so many more things that we we can cover on this important topic that I think is relevant to our audience in particular. So I do hope you'll join us again. Anytime. This is this is great, and if you know, I hope that the people listening today find you know, one that we want to come to this with the purest heart to just give good, helpful information and that, you know, that people are able to take something away from the conversation here. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for being here. And I can't wait for you to join us again, man. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, well, that will do it for this edition of the Natural Man podcast. Please subscribe to us. All right. Subscribe to us. Give us a like. Um, and check out our other episodes. Uh, we always appreciate comments and feedback. And uh, we're here to just bring you the best and most important information in the holistic world and holistic medicine and just living well. My name is Mike C. I'm your host. And until next time, for this edition of the Natural Man Podcast, stay healthy. This has been the Natural Man Podcast. Subscribe to our podcast for more episodes. Come on a journey like no other where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. 
Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.